Welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, today we continue our little series on hormones. We continue talking about the endocrine system. The endocrine system is a signaling system within our body that releases chemicals that tell cells what to do, change their behavior, or have them release other chemicals. Now, and today we're going to talk about one that's probably very prevalent in the sports world and one that is overlooked with women's health, and that is testosterone. Everyone talks about anabolic androgenic steroids. They're talking about testosterone derivative chemicals or drugs. Testosterone is a naturally occurring chemical in both men and women. It's a endocrine hormone and it's responsible for after puberty male secondary sexual characteristics and those are like body hair, armpit hair, um, a beard, a mustache, muscular um, frame. So that's what it's responsible for. And it's released daily in men and daily in women. And it's kind of a constant, though there's ups and downs, and we'll talk about those in a bit. Daily cycles, sometimes monthly cycles, and seasons of life cycles, which we're going to talk about. So you're going to see testosterone talked about all the time. So when you see an Olympic athlete was disqualified for use of steroids, they're talking about a testosterone derivative. Why? Well, unlike what they used to publicate, publish in the um, drug box inserts with testosterone derivatives, they used to say that it does not improve athletic performance. We all know that it does in 2023. It decreases adipose tissue and fat, and it increases muscle mass, which is the whole reason why people work out. Um, I know women say, I don't want to get big and bulky, and you won't because your testosterone is just not high enough. But you are picking up lean muscle mass and trying to burn fat. And testosterone is one of the biggest hormones that causes that effect. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit about what happens with men, but I really want to focus this one on women. Yes, I said women. Because I can't tell you how many times in the last year or two that a woman's had, you know, some rebound weight gain after having a couple kids or is in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, middle age, can't knock off that extra 10 pounds that they got, uh, that baby weight, it just never all came off. Women who have had fibromyalgia diagnosed by the top neurologist, you know, the the best, you know, Dr. Best is everywhere. There's a best doctor everywhere. Oh, I went to see the best and, you know, he or she said that, you know, I need to take, you know, this, this medication and that medication for my fibromyalgia. And I'm like, have you had your hormones tested? No. We get the hormones tested. And their testosterone for a woman, you know, it should be anywhere between 15 to 70 nanograms per deciliter of blood. There'll be like 10 or 5. I've had women hit near zero. And they, uh, there's a little note from the lab saying, 
undetectable amount of testosterone in their blood. And these are 25, 20-year-old women. Now, I'm not, we're going to go into a little bit about the lifestyle that causes that. But a woman needs a little bit of testosterone to fight off fatigue, maintain muscle. Also, you know, it, libido. There are so many health reasons for maintaining a normal testosterone. And a lot of the times, especially with our modern society, we're not getting that. We're just not getting that. Oh, I got a squeaky chair. Sorry about that. We're just not getting that. So what I want to, to focus on today is what happens in women. And really, you know, we'll go over what happens in men a lot, but we've known that. It's out there. I'll cover the, the basic things. But I just want you to walk away today realizing that if you're a woman and you have fatigue and you can't sleep and you can't lose weight and you think your metabolism is wrecked and you're crabby and you're ornery and you hate your job, you hate your life, I'm depressed, I'm taking depression pills and I'm taking this for, you know, get my period regulated. Um, the OBGYN is giving me the birth control pill. And I always say, what well, do they test your testosterone? And the answer is no. I'm going to say that again. You, the, these women will go to their women's health provider, whoever that is, a nurse practitioner, an MD, a midwife, whoever that is. But guess what? They're not testing testosterone, the majority of them. Why is that? I, I don't get it. Because a lot of it is just social and culturally driven. So a woman's not supposed to have high testosterone. But what they have to understand, you need 15 to 70 nanograms per deciliter. And 12 doesn't do it. 10 doesn't do it. 8 doesn't do it. 6 doesn't do it. 0 doesn't do it. And yes, I've had patients in their 30s, in their 40s with near zero testosterone. And I say, you know, I would like to see you at 35, 40. Why are you so low? Well, here's the reasons you can lower it in a woman. Chronic stress. Inability to sleep, bad sleep hygiene, bad diet. All these things can contribute to not having enough testosterone. Well, what can your diet be? Not enough red meat, not enough protein, and especially not enough good fats. Cholesterol is the background of most of the sex hormones. Progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, DHT, DHEA. It is the backbone in fact, if you look under a microscope, if someone draws the structure of cholesterol, it looks an awful light, lot awful like testosterone or estrogen or progesterone. You can barely tell the difference if you, you know, don't study biochemistry. So what does that mean? Well, it means that you need a little bit of testosterone for health. There are studies showing that low testosterone in women and men lead to heart attacks, strokes, all kinds of cardiovascular issues, digestive issues, pain issues, chronic pain. I've had patients coming in with chronic pain. No one could figure it out. I'll send them out for a full panel, endocrine panel, and they have like a zero or a four testosterone. That's crazy. That's crazy. We can't do anything until we get your testosterone in the normal level. You know, these people will be depressed. Oh, I'm going to take Lexapro. I'm going to take Prozac. And their testosterone's not normal. So I'll say again. 
you need some normal levels. Men, testosterone, you'd need about 250 to 950. Big range there, nanograms per deciliter. So, and this is something that I preach all the time, and it's more of a functional approach, where someone will go into their medical doctor and say, oh, I'm tired, just don't feel like myself, you know, no libido, oh, let's check your testosterone. Oh, it's 251, you're good. Well, that may be good if you had all your receptors on the cell surface working at 100% to catch all that 251 and utilize it. No one is like that. The majority is not like that. And I like to say, well, what, did, what were you when you were 18? What were you in 28? What were you when you were 38? That's why blood work all the time is good to get a pattern for your health. You should be getting yearly blood work. Get everything tested. Your full metabolic panel, your CBC with differential, hormone panel should be done once a year. So you can track this stuff. I don't know why people don't do it. You know, they just use the medical doctor for, oh, I'm about to die. Can you fix me? It's too late. It's an emergency. It, use it for maintenance, prevention. Use all health care for maintenance and prevention. So that person may be at 251, that man, and maybe when he was 18, he was at 900. And when he was 28, he was at 800, and then 700, and then 500. All of a sudden, he crashed to 250. He has half the testosterone he used to be. Well, no wonder he's got all these symptoms. So that's why, oh, your testosterone's normal. No, it's in the normal range, but normal for me is 900. Normal for me is 500. More normal for me, maybe 350. That is what we need to figure out. Same with women. You need that testosterone chest tested. It comes back and it's 20. Oh, you're doing fine, man. Oh, I'm so fatigued. I'm so this. Well, let's check your iron. Let's check for anemia. Let's, I'm like, do you know what her testosterone was when she was 18? It might have been 70. Now she's more than half down and no wonder she's fatigued. So again... This is why a functional approach to these hormones is very important. Fred, how can I get to back to where I was? Well, with cholesterol-based hormones, cholesterol is the back, backbone of them, you need good fats. You need things that have cholesterol in them. Don't be taking a cholesterol-lowering agent when cholesterol is really what you need to build these hormones up. I've seen patients who've had plaqued arteries, that they've had, you know, high testosterone, excuse me, high cholesterol, low testosterone. Their liver's producing too much cholesterol because it's trying to get it converted to testosterone. They end up having heart attacks, and the original reason for the heart attack is because what? Because they don't have enough testosterone flowing around. So by a feedback mechanism, the liver kicks out more cholesterol, hoping that the testicles can produce the testosterone. But there may be a block there. Maybe they're not getting enough sleep. Maybe they're not getting enough protein. Maybe they're not getting enough exercise. There's a couple more hormones you have to have floating around to make the testosterone. Maybe it's a pituitary master gland in your brain, in your central nervous system. Maybe that's the problem. That's why you got to go see a doctor who specializes in this. Go see a provider who knows what they're talking about. So again, just looking at testosterone, and then I'll cover estrogen and progesterone real quick. Just looking at testosterone, there are so many people out there today 
and I want to say even 25 years of age, male and female, that don't have an optimal testosterone level because of their lifestyle. And they're tired, they're fatigued, they have mood problems. Some of them have been put away for mental health issues. And it's all because a basic endocrine hormone is not balanced for what their body needs. That's what you have to look at. Oh, I'm 100 pounds overweight, I'm this and that. And I'm like, what is your testosterone? I don't know. Well, get that first. Get out of my office, come back when you have those numbers so we can at least have the full picture. And that's what you need to do. Get those numbers. What's another hormone men and women need? Estrogen. Estrogen. Estrogen and progesterone, that balance, cause the mood swings, cause the monthly menses or period that women have. Progesterone pre prepares the uterus for having a baby. Progestation. Progesterone. Progestation. And that hormone has to be at a certain level to maintain the pregnancy. Okay, we understand that. And that estrogen goes high for most of the month, and then it drops. And you get, a, you get a progesterone increase. And then that drops, and you get an estrogen increase. That explains mood swings with PMS. It also explains water gain, all those things. Some women produce so much estrogen, they have excess fat. They have excess water gains. They have mental health, heart issues, digestive issues, mood issues. All because their estrogen is too high. Like premenopausal women in general, and it depends on what part of the cycle you're in, but in general, average like 30 to 400 picograms, so even, it's a small unit of measurement, per milliliter of blood per cc. Men... It's 10 to 50. Once you hit menopause, it can be anywhere for estrogen, 0 to 50, they consider normal. Well, what they used to do is when women would have these hot flashes going to menopause and all these symptoms you can have from lowered estrogen levels, they would give you Premarin, a artificial, it's a steroid, an artificial estrogen. And women felt great. It was a miracle drug. Well, five years later, they had breast cancer. So you have to be careful with supplementing testosterone, supplementing estrogen. You have to be careful. Progesterone, and the people we, that supplement that, progesterone helps balance out some of those uh, um, PMS symptoms, some of those mood symptoms, some of the weight gain, some of the, the fatigue and symptom and health issues you get. Once you balance your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone together, those three guys, imagine them, if you're a woman, that there's three juggling balls being thrown in the air and you have constantly go up and go down, catch it, throw it up and down. And that has to be balanced and it has to go, it has to be maintained in the air. You can't drop one of them. What does that mean? That all three hormones have to be considered for health. And yes, you can look for sex hormone binding globulin, that's a protein that carries these hormones around your blood. Your, your uh, provider would do more extensive tests with that. Find out, you know, if you do have normal testosterone, is it working? If you do have normal estrogen, is it working? Those are, those are further tests you can do, but at least get the basics. I can't tell you how many patients I've had, women, 
who've had mood disorders. You know, I've been in the hospital for depression. I've been in the hospital for bipolar. I can't get off the couch. I cry here and there. I'm just not the same since the kids. And you test it, and their testosterone is in the basement. As soon as that testosterone comes up a little bit, and women just need a little bit, all of a sudden, their health just blooms. Why? There's a reason there's a normal level for women. And there's a reason there's a normal level for men. Functionally, you want to get within those ranges. If you're going to your healthcare professional and you say you're fatigued, you're trying to rule out health issues, you have too much weight loss or weight gain, you know, you can't figure out why you feel like you have the flu constantly, you feel like you're under the weather constantly, get these hormones checked. To maintain a good testosterone, estrogen, progesterone balance. And men, you need some, you know, men need what, zero to 30 pikes, picograms per milliliter of estrogen, you need a little bit. And that helps maintain our cardiovascular system, um, the uh, elasticity of our arteries. There's a reason we have a little bit. Imagine this, removing those and not ever looking at it. It could be the reason you have so many symptoms. And here's the thing, if you change your diet, you change your sleep hygiene, and you, can't get, and you can't get things regulated, go see someone. Testosterone is very important in men and even more important in women. Estrogen of the proper level is very important. Too high, you have tons of symptoms and you're at risk for cancer in women. Too low, nothing works in women. And you ready for this? Even men. You need a little bit. Go find a, a practitioner that works on that. In the meantime, to balance that, you can eat more red meat. And that's healthy red meat. Don't get the cheap stuff. You know, there's enough farmers out here. I live in Minnesota. You can get hormone-free, pesticide-free, organic beef everywhere here. Make sure you're getting enough good fats in your diet. Cholesterol is good. If you have high cholesterol... You have to figure out, is your liver sick producing more, or is your liver doing what it's supposed to do because there's low hormones and supplying the background and is being blocked at a different level of the process, a different area of the chemical process. I can't tell you how many people have high cholesterol levels and the MD wants to put them on Lipitor because they were taught that high cholesterol means heart attack and stroke, but they're not looking at their sleep hygiene how much cortisol and adrenaline's in their body for stress, which really screws up the ability to produce estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So the liver's just gonna keep kicking out that cholesterol, that background, three-fourths of the cholesterol you find in your bloodstream comes from the liver, not your diet. That's why it drives me crazy that you have to take a pill to poison and slow down your liver when it's doing what it's supposed to do. So go back and just look at your diet. Okay, am I getting enough of good fats? Am I controlling my stress? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I living a lifestyle that keeps my hormones balanced? Am I getting enough resistance exercise coupled with aerobics and conditioning and cardio? Am I moving enough? A healthy life is where you move and eat only what you need. And this has been another FAT podcast.